Hey guys, so welcome back to my podcast. In this podcast, uh, we connect science to not just Christianity, but uh, all of society, religions, cultures, and different beliefs. What is being said in today's day that is actually sound doctrine and where can we find it in the bible is it something that we can believe or is it something that we really just need to stay away from what does the bible say about that thing right so and i tie all of that to our feminine energy what is feminine energy how can we obtain it what is the highest feminine energy uh and in terms of energy If we love the Lord, our God, with all of our mind, heart, soul, and strength, and the Lord will be your strength, and all of these strength scriptures, that is what energy is. The description, the um, definition of energy is strength, (laughs) and it's interchangeable, right? So um, yeah, let's get into it. And so it's what I wanted to talk to you guys today about was, um, and this is a heavy hitter because not a lot of people can accept this because, you know, sometimes the shoe just fits a little too snug. And this is what I feel like, and this is the reason why I'm saying this. A, he's not your husband. B, the reason why I'm saying that is because I believe the things that I went through in my life were to teach a mass of people. And so it wasn't just for me to so pleasantly enjoy all of these traumas that I went through, but it was also for me to um, be able to tell you guys okay well this is how we're gonna overcome this right so if you haven't heard my story before and you're a newcomer hello but also um this like us being deceived that he'll he's your husband or that he'll be your husband and hey can i tell you that you're that's a marriage to a Jezebel spirit. What is the Jezebel spirit? The Jezebel spirit is the mindset of a lie. It's the mindset of a lie. It's the mindset of um, of witchcraft. That is witchcraft. Um, and, you know, in Jeremiah uh, 14, 14, it talks about how... Um, a lie and witchcraft are the same. They're basically interchangeable. And it's because the spirit of witchcraft is the spirit of a lie. Why? Because in Revelation, it talks about how there's three spirits and how, and then there's another scripture in the Bible that talks about how all spirits have been locked away for all of eternity. The third of heaven that the enemy swiped down with his tail in the book of Revelation, have been locked away for all of eternity. There are three spirits roaming the earth. And that is the that is Satan, 
there's I also read another scripture that um specifically says that Satan is the serpent, the ancient um dragon, that he is the devil. And then um and what does this mean in lamest terms, right? Because I like to demystify things. I like to make it um in plain English. And what the devil is, what Satan is, he is all things evil. He's he is all things evil. Um there's no way to like there's no other evil that's worse than this one energy. Um it is the the when in physics when it talks about matter and antimatter, he is the antichrist. Right? So um and it's energy. It's just energy. Uh so sicknesses in the body, um, all of these different things, uh, that, you know, mental illnesses, sicknesses in the body, um, sicknesses anywhere, um, whether it be if, you know, poverty, all things evil is this energy. And so what is that breaking that down is, um, all things evil is this mindset. If the kingdom, if kingdom's translation, if kingdom's definition is a state, and Ephesians 4.23 says that um, to be renewed in the spirit of the mind, then the spirit is a mind. So it's a state of mind. That's what the kingdom of hell would be. The kingdom of hell is a state of mind. So if you are dealing with this... Um, the ultimate like energy the ultimate um all things evil that is this state of mind that's what the bible would refer to it as the devil um so the other spirit or the other mindset is the spirit of jezebel that jezebel spirit is what the bible considers to be the false prophet the jezebel spirit is the false prophet um, I've also, when I've seen this spirit, I've also seen it as a black cat, but honestly, it's all cats, and that's why there are so many, like, people are so, um, they're so attached to their pets, and I don't just mean their, um, you know, their I mean, more specifically, their cats and their dogs. Um, and hey, listen, growing up, I had a cat that we rescued from the neighbor. And the neighbor's, I think it was a rescue cat that had a litter of cats. I think that's how you would say, right? And we adopted one of them. We named him Tigger. We love Tigger. And I still love Tigger, Okay. It has nothing to do with the fact that, you know, um, of what I'm getting ready to say. Um, and we had two Rotties. And I loved my Rottweilers. You train a child in the way that they should go and they will not depart. And the images that you show your children when they're little, oh, my gosh. You have no idea how you're setting yourself up for failure. If you have a rebellious kid in your house... I think it's time that you get rid of that cat and that dog, and I'm going to explain to you why. And I know, I know that this is going to be 
this is like it's hard it's hard because that animal becomes part of your family i mean when my rottweiler was um going he was getting sick you i think um Thor was 11 years old and my dad was doing everything possible he was paying all the vet bills one vet bill came out to $700 for a dog you know um and people pay it people are like okay we're we're down for it we're paying it he's part of the family so here's what I will say to you I had a dream that um and this was a warning dream okay I had a dream um And in my dream, I was petting all of these dogs. I was sitting on my couch, and I was petting all of these dogs. And I think that there had to have been 20 to maybe even possibly 30 dogs in my living room. And when I was petting the dogs, um, I was pet, I would pet one and then they would go away and I would pet another one and then they would go away. Um, but they were circling me around my, around where I was sitting in the living room. And then what I saw, I saw had a, and these were reoccurring dreams. Then I had another dream that, um, I bought a dog bed for my dog and I had, and I, I set it up in my living room and that was going, and I didn't see my dog, but I knew, and I was super proud that I bought a dog bed for my dog. Okay. So those dreams were horrible dreams those dreams were really bad dreams why do i say that if you ever have a dream all you have to do is google scriptures on the thing that you dreamt about if you have a dream about trees google scriptures on dreams i prefer to read the um if the king james version is a little difficult for you to understand with the old english i would suggest that you read the uh new king james version i don't like other translations because they dilute the word a little too much they dilute scripture a little too much and um the king james version was the one closest to the um hebrew translation so i like that and some words don't are don't uh, exactly translate so i like the old the oldest way because in recent scriptures that i've read uh recent translations that i've read they just completely change the meaning of what it's supposed to be and and i think that they're trying to explain it but that's not a good thing because it's um it's a man's imagination trying to explain it and the bible says that the imagination of a man's heart is evil from his youth right so we want to we want to make sure that we're um looking at the oldest translation directly from the hebrew text and so 
when I translate a dream that I am not able to translate, I mean, I've had a, my share of experiences with dogs, um, which it's significant. It's significant. So I've been able to kind of tailor like, um, I guess, a portfolio of explanations, but all of the explanations go back to the Bible. I don't try to translate these things on my own, but it was when I fasted from the spirit of perversion, right? So what am I fasting from? If the spirit of perversion is the spirit of Jezebel because is the spirit or the mindset of a false prophet or just lies, okay? Now, when I fasted from the spirit of perversion, I, A, I saw heaven. I saw, um, I didn't see hell in this fast, but I saw a lot, a lot of heaven. I saw, um, I was able to astral project for the first time. And all astral projection is, is um, thinking of a place that you're not in in that very moment um, in your mind. And you've literally, that's all it means, that you've astral projected into that place. Why? Because your mind really is that powerful. And your mind can travel at the speed of light because your mind is light. Um, and I don't mean light and weight. I mean light and color. It is actual electricity. It is light through your neurotransmitters. And when the Bible talks about, you know, in Christ was life and that life was the life of men, was the light of men. He is your literal neurotransmitter. He he is the light surging through your body. So what, and I say that, you know, um, and then a thought occurred. Yes, he is the, levit, the seven um, light centers of the body, the, the chakras, as the Hindus would call it, the chi energy, as the Chinese would call it, the ki energy, as the Japanese would call it, shakira. Or in, um, I've even seen it as chai in some um, Hebrew translation. So here's the thing. Um, if it's sound doctrine, if you could find it in the Bible, then obviously that person, even if they ha were not part of the faith, right? Because there's a lot of Christians that have been, um, that have not been really walking in the faith, that have been, you know, shacking doing their own thing, having, um, you know, sex buddies, having, having, you know, going out and drinking all night long and just intoxication for the nations, baby. And it, you know, so for us to sit here and judge, because this is the thing, is that the same Holy Spirit that raised Christ from the dead not only lives in the Christians, it lives in the Hindus. It lives in the Chinese. It lives. So now we have to say, okay, well, what are you saying? And let me make sure that I can find it in the Bible. If you find it in the Bible, don't reject it because it's true. Right. So, um, so yeah, that's how I came uh, to that conclusion based on what I was able to find in the Bible. Do not listen to your preacher. I'm telling you, like, if your preacher is telling you something, uh, go back and make sure that it's biblical. And you need to study on your own all the time, every single day. You need to study on your own. Ask God what, um, what you know, 
subject he wants you to read on and go and target that subject go on google and search scriptures on that subject and there's a lot of there's one search engine that i absolutely love and it says what does the bible say about you know whatever subject you want to look up and it always goes to the esv version so what i do is i drill into each link and it takes you to another page um, that looks kind of red and from that page you're able to switch out whatever translation you're looking at and from there you could switch it out to the new king james version and it'll give you the verbiage of that key of the new king james version i like it because um it it has really meaty words and the words see words someone said to me once um be careful of the words you say and the words that you take in because they're casting a spell on you that's why it's called spelling and that's the realest thing i heard in a really really long time um so what i believe is i like looking at the new king james version because of the different words that that translation uses and i can um i'm able to really look at to see what's going on um and from there if i don't understand a word or if i kind of understand the word but i just really want to see what the definition the concrete definition of this word is i'm definitely you know first googling the the new king james version scripture and then i'm going in and i am googling the definition by whatever dictionary pops up right webster um miriam whatever dictionary pops up that i'm able to see what that word means um and that's how i study the bible and i suggest that you do the same thing do not uh depend on your preacher to tell you the bible because you have no idea how many churches i've gone to and they are dead wrong literally dead wrong so what you're what you are experiencing is the dead interpreting a living bible and the dead can only bury the dead okay so here's the thing with that being said and when i say the dead can only bury the dead if you're not having visions if you're not having dreams if you're not able to smell spirits if you're not or thoughts or mindsets if you're not able to taste what's in your food um so what's that see smell taste if you're not able to feel them okay if you're not able to hear um or if you hear but you're not really sure what it is and you feel a little confused you can fix that that's what the bible calls spiritual death that is a um that is death to your senses there's a scripture um Hebrew 5:14 Hebrew 5:13 says that um the oracles of of God are spiritual milk this is paraphrasing but um meat this is 14 now Hebrew 5:14 um says meat is for those who by reason of use have exercised their senses to discern good from evil so there is no discernment if we've never even exercised the senses that's why bad things happen to us that's why you count it all joy you count it all joy because you want these things to happen to you so that they can 
give you a reason to use your discernment through your senses. Your discernment is not used through anything else. Your discernment is primarily used through your senses or else the Bible would not have told you that you need your senses to discern good from evil. Okay. Um, And so when you're not able to see, you have to make sure that you're able to see or else you're just going to be out of luck every single time. You're going to be out of luck. Because you're going to try to break these things off of you and you won't be able to, or you just won't be able to see in the spirit realm. And that's also not good, right? And the spirit realm is the realm of thoughts and images. When the Bible says, I cast down every imagination, that's image. Um, Every imagination that raises itself above the knowledge of God. And I take every thought captive to obey Christ. You're casting down images and thoughts the spirit realm is um, accumul- is an accumulative of um, images and thoughts. That's why if you see something um, and you're like, man, my mind's playing tricks on you. No, your mind's not playing tricks on you. That's God trying to show you what you're seeing. But um, what I've noticed about the world or what I've noticed about, um, you know, uh, in history and what I've you know seen in society is people will try to play down the imagination like the imagination isn't the most powerful thing in the entire universe the imagination is your literal spirit the imagination is your heart genesis eight twenty one talks about um that the imagination of a man's heart is evil from his youth and so your imagination science tells us the imagination is in the mind and um the bible is telling us that the imagination is the heart so what is the chi energy because the chi energy the chinese say that the chi energy is in the um chest that's the heart so if the chinese are talking about how powerful this um energy center is in the body it's talking about the heart it's talking about the imagination when we say renew in me a clean heart oh god that's what we're talking about. We're talking about a new spirit and a clean spirit, the heart, the spirit, the mind and your strength or energy as people have been recently using it as it's all the same. And so this is what you would need to do. You have to fast to get that. But going back to what I was saying, the dogs that I was seeing in my um in my dream and it was different dogs it was it wasn't one um it wasn't just like you know 101 Dalmatians no it wasn't like that it was it was different dogs it was like the um just different um breeds of dogs and in um when I was petting them I was immediately, when I woke up, I was immediately alarmed. The reason why I was alarmed was because the Bible says in Revelation that pets, adulterers, um, idolaters, and then it goes down this laundry list of things that says you, and and, um, I want to say it says witches, all of these different things are it's giving you a laundry list of what the dog spirit is 
And so the reason why this new wave of having these pets, specifically dogs and cats, why? Why dogs and cats? They're, why don't we have an influx of bunnies? I mean, a bunny is gentle. Why don't we have an influx of bunnies? People don't really do bunnies. They don't really want bunnies. They don't like bunnies. They'd rather a cat and the dog. That's not, that's not normal. That's not normal. Although it's become normalized, it's still not normal. Because what this dream was telling me was that I was dealing with So I'm looking up the scripture now because I want to tell you exactly what it says. Ah, Revelation 22:15. Let's see. Although there's many many scriptures about how dogs don't go to heaven. Now I'm changing the the translation like I tell you guys I always do because I do like the New King James translation. It has um modern verbiage but it still keeps the same language of the old text, right? And then it says but outside are dogs and sorcerers and this is the scripture that's saying they won't make it into heaven. Okay. 15. Blessed are those who do his commandments that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. But outside are dogs and sorcerers and sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and whoever loves and practices a lie. This dog spirit is the beast of hell. When it talks about the false prophet and the beast, this dog spirit is the beast and then the false prophet is the cat. And then you know what? There was a... um. Do you guys remember that cartoon from the 90s, the cat-dog cartoon? And we don't realize that that was a programming. We don't realize that Scooby-Doo, those, those were programmings to give us this um, sweet, loving characteristic that um, dogs and cats are sweet and they're docile and they're, so we've domesticated these animals, but the image of the animal is killing us. The image of the animal is what's giving us sickness in our bodies, is what's making us mentally ill, is what's making us not be able to even believe in ourselves because that is the root. The root of this dog spirit is abandonment. That's the first thing it does. First, it causes you to be abandoned. Then it causes you not to believe in yourself. This is the spirit of unbelief. That's why um, Jesus, when the woman came up to him and she was like, Jesus, you know, um, Lord, can you heal my daughter? And he was like, it, there, I, I read a um, translation one time that said that he ignored her. 
Now, I read that in the new in the new King James version and he just didn't answer her. So obviously he ignored her. Um, and then she asked again and the Bible said that he be, she began to worship him um, and worship means to beg, to ask over and over to beg. And so um, that's what supplication also means. And the Bible tells us that it, when we want something, go to God in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving and ask him for that thing. So um, to beg, that's what worship means. And, and the scripture says that she began to worship him. And then he turned around and he said, why should I take the food out of the mouth of the children of Israel and give it to the dogs? And she said, yeah, but Lord, even the dogs eat the crumbs from the master's table. He was calling her a dog. Why? Because that was her image in the spirit. She was married to and what is a marriage a marriage is to be of same thought that's it that's a marriage when the bible talks about how god jesus is going to come for his bride and he will marry her um this is a um this is a marriage in thought you are one with christ in thought that's to get the body to yield to Christ in thought. Everything you do in thought, everything. For example, Jesus and the Father were married. Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Spirit were married. That's why the Bible says our God is three in one. That's a marriage. Uh, so it's, and it's not the reason why we have such a hard time, you know, saying, you know, especially guys, I've heard guys say that I don't want to be a bride and I don't want to marry a man. Right. And it, that's why it's because it's the perversion of thought. So if you've ever believed that's what that is, is a perversion of thought. And so this, the, the dog spirit is the one that, that it stands at the gate of hell. Because this dog spirit is the epitome. The dog and the cat are the epitome of um, of hell. You know, a lot of people have rejected serpents, but they don't. And those people that have rejected serpents, but love cats and dogs, that is a person dealing with the spirit of Jezebel. Because in scripture, the serpent is God. It's not just the enemy. In scripture, when Moses, um, you know, when the people, the Israelites were taken out of Egypt and they started sinning against God um, and, or fearing, that's what sin is, fear. And so they started fearing against God and started to worship idols because they, they were complaining a lot. They were scared that they wouldn't make it out alive. And even when, when they did make it out alive, they expected Pharaoh to come. Even when God did all these signs and wonders, they still expected something bad. Why is that? It's because negative thought is the language of hell. And so for, you know, um, so what God did was he released fiery serpents on the people to kill them. Now that is ultimate control that is great i am you know and then when they repented repenting just means to change their mind when they repented then they cried out to moses and said please tell god to take the serpents from away from us like you know we're sorry 
And then uh, God, um, Moses presented to God. God said, okay, put a serpent, put a bronze serpent on your staff. Make a bronze serpent serpent on your staff and put it in front of the people to heal them. Images can make us sick and images can heal us. Now, when God released the fiery serpents on the people to kill them, those fiery serpents was always in their mind. And the reason why we can't see them is because we are, quote unquote, what the Bible calls spiritually dead. But what that means in terms of science is that our cognitive brains are sleeping. This is why Jesus, when he went to go heal the little girl and they were like, oh, she's dead. And everybody's like, she he's she's not dead. She's sleeping. That's what Jesus was talking about, that she's not dead. She's sleeping. So um, that's why the Bible says that those who are dead in Christ will be raised first. That's because they're sleeping and what our minds are doing is there's that's why we're only able to tap into 10 percent of our mind so imagine how much more the possibilities are endless if we just tap into the 90 we have this brain and we're only able to tap into 10 percent of that that's because 90 percent of our brain is sleeping and so for us we're never going to be able to prosper to be able and I know people say, oh, I have dogs and I prosper. And, you know, yeah, but there's something else going on. What else do you have? Because that's a demonic attachment, right? Or in lamest terms, that is an attachment to your fear. That's what the dog image represents. It's an attachment to your fear. So, you're like, okay, well, I'm not able to prosper in this area. You know what? Americans really, and I, I don't know too much about Europe, but Americans are really big on having uh, dog and cat pets. When I lived in Africa, I told them that we have dogs as pets. And they looked at me with such disgust because their dogs are outside on top of mounts of trash. They're... um dogs to them are like raccoons they consider them filthy animals they're disgusting and they think that they're um just street animals you know which all animals are street you know what's so funny is yesterday on my walk with my daughter i saw a bunny i saw a wild bunny and we were so perplexed that this bunny was in the wild and why wouldn't it be it's his natural habitat. Anyway, guys, that is all the time I have for today. Over and out.